Hey podcast listeners, welcome back. We hope 2021 started very well for you. We miss you and we hope you miss us as well. We are working very hard on the new season with some fantastic guests. Yet, until we come back very soon with the new season, we wanted to share with you another bonus episode. This time, we share two interviews we conducted while working on episode Draw Everywhere, Space and Quantum Computing Art with my dear friend Forrest Stearns. Today's guests are Brian Montero, a mechanical engineer at Blue Canyon Technologies and an artist, and Cyrus Foster, Senior Guidance, Navigation and Control Engineer at SpaceX. First of all, thank you very much, Brian and Cyrus, for sharing all your thoughts about art, engineering and space. Before we start, a small request to you, our listeners. If you find this podcast valuable and insightful, please share it with friends and colleagues. Do you want to help us reach more people? Just give us a rating and a review on your favorite platform. It really, really helps. And we really appreciate your support. So stay tuned for the next bonus episodes. Let's start. Hey, Brian, welcome to the Artian Podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Brian, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? My name is Brian Montero. I'm a mechanical engineer. I design satellites and I'm also an artist. So Brian, I want to ask you, you joined Planet just after Forrest joined Planet and you join a company. Obviously, you have this nature or connection to the arts. You meet an artist inside a satellite company. What is the first thing you have in mind? I was very surprised. I had always thought of sort of an engineering firm being this very, I guess, sort of like linear and controlled environment where everyone sits in their cubicle and office and does their independent sort of like math and science. And I came into planet and Forrest was there and he was creating art in the middle of this open office space and he had these huge canvases and I would walk by and he was one of the people that I felt the most comfortable talking to when I first got there. I don't know, some sort of like solace in being able to like connect with him while doing, this was my first job in engineering. I had done an internship at NASA, but this was my first like real job doing engineering and having that ability to connect with him on this like different creative level was really inspiring and also comforting. And then you you kind of, uh, probably, you know, Forrest was approachable, maybe the creative connection between you as someone that practiced art, by the way, what do you do as an artist? All kinds of things. I actually went to art school briefly before I went to engineering school. And there I did not settle on a discipline. I only went for one year before I decided that I wanted to um, study something a little bit more in math and science for school. But there I had no like specific discipline that I was settled on. Um, I really love to draw. I love to sew and create like soft goods and design clothing and different random things and collage and photography and really just all sorts of stuff. Experimenting with different mediums. Mm -hmm. You obviously have this, uh, I would say, more natural tendency toward the arts. And I wonder how do you perceive the response of the other engineers in the company to the fact that they have an artist? What were the influences in your opinion? Yeah, I think... Having an artist in residence in a technical company, it sort of provided this diversity of thought that I think influences people in very subtle ways that 
you're not really thinking of on a daily basis, but seeing someone else's creative process, especially in the field of like design engineering, I think is really relatable in some ways and also like very inspiring, I think probably for both parties to see the creative process of the other. So the creative process of the engineer and the creative process of the artist. When I was in art school, you know, the what was really like driven home was you have your concept and you come up with this concept and then you find a way to communicate that concept to your audience. And then as a design engineer, it's almost kind of similar. Like I come up with a concept to meet a set of requirements and then I create something for my audience, which is my customer to communicate, you know, usually in a functional way, their needs, but in my way. So it definitely had some like parallels. And I think in art, there's a lot, there's like this beautiful focus on the process as well. So you have like your concept, but then that evolves throughout the process and engineering. I think that can be really helpful because it's really easy to sort of get stuck in this idea of like, well, this is like the function that I need to meet. And when you run into sort of like a problem with that, you really have to think outside the box and sort of get involved in the process of like discovering a new solution. I visited the offices of Planet, I think it was the end of 2018. And one of the things I've noticed is that there was a, even though like very engineering company as a visitor, I felt like super creative and cool and energetic atmosphere. It's like I was there and Forest had these canvases all over and you had artworks by other artists in every room and then you had the band was playing in the middle of the room and I was like, what's going on over here? And I wonder is that if the fact that you have artists in residence kind of contribute to this type of atmosphere in a company. Yeah, absolutely. I think having artists in residence, it adds this sort of feeling of freedom and definitely contributes to this like creative energy, like you were saying. I think the type of company that would have an artist in residence is also going to want to give the employees that sense of freedom and that like availability of creative space and time. Planet, I think, is unusual because there's like no... There's no PTO. You have like infinite time off. If you choose to take it, you take it on your own time whenever you feel like and you just doesn't get removed from your salary. You have no limit. And there's no like normal, like really working hours. Like at least when I was there, I'm sure that's changed somewhat as the company's grown. But I mean, I'd be there super late at night and like Seth would be there like all night long. And then like he wouldn't show up until like 3 p.m. the next day. And like just you kind of make your own schedule. And that I think definitely lends itself to having that that openness for like ingenuity and creative problem solving. Let's assume we have now a listener, a business manager, a company owner listening to you and want to know from you. What do you think are the benefits for having artists in residence inside your company, besides maybe this creative energy that we spoke? Yeah, I think the benefits of having an artist in residence in a company, there are many, but um, <laughs> I think kind of <laughs> along the lines of what I was saying before with this like diversity of thought and process and being able to share and, and collaborate on ideas across disciplines is 
it just opens up, I think, a different way of thought and different sort of like brain spaces. So it just sort of frees you from maybe one confined way of thinking and um, inspires you to think in a different way. My next question will be to actually about your own work. How did the fact that there are artists in your space actually contributed to your own technical work? I think having being surrounded by artists after Forrest became like the director of the artist in residency program or whatever it was like he brought in many different artists after that and several of whom I'm still in touch with and communicate with and oh, great and yeah I think for me like it sort of normalized this internal like thing of importance for me which is like aesthetics and having other people who are creating things that are of like aesthetic importance as well as delivering on this and communicating this, you know, this concept, you're creating something beautiful. And to me, that's very important. And also, it was just really great to have other people there that were creating something beautiful. And it's so important for me in my engineering that I create something that's like functional, that's going to meet the requirements, and it's also beautiful. And then I, I take pride and I want to look at like, and it gives me a, like a deeper sense of meaning. Now I'm interested, do you think that this need that you have to make it functional, but also beautiful, it's because you been in art school or you have this connection to the arts? Yeah, I think it's a combination. I have this intrinsic desire to create something beautiful that's also functional. But and I think having an artist in resident um, at Planet like helped me in that process, if that makes sense. So yes, like it's an intrinsic sort of like desire and need of mine to make beautiful things. But having artists there made that so much more like accessible that that aspect of myself and made me feel I guess more inspired to to actually do it instead of just getting caught up in creating a product that meets requirement yeah amazing you know because uh, I always say that creativity is kind of an osmosis process it's like if you are surrounded by other creative people you want to do creative things on a personal level how do you think art contribute if at all to your engineering and maybe what are the similarities you see between engineering and art? Uh, no, I think that's a really interesting question. And I think there are a lot of similarities between the creative process of art and the creative process of design engineering. You're trying to translate something ethereal into something understood. You're trying to communicate your concepts to your audience and you want to meet the objective that you set out to meet. I think, you know, I kind of touched on this before, but I guess a little bit where the these kind of diverge is that in engineering, it's really easy to get caught up in just meeting that objective. And in art, it's really easy to get caught up in the process, at least for me. For me, one of the hardest things about art school was having to communicate my concepts and have that concept ahead of time as opposed to discovering the concept through the process. Whereas with engineering, you have to have that sort of concept ahead of time. But I think that where they can sort of like benefit each other is is allowing yourself to allow the process to also like feed into that end result. Because I think for both art and engineering, having this objective that you have to communicate before you start is like very restrictive and it can get you sort of like blocked in some ways. 
but I think also art and engineering, it's like an act of creation. You're bringing something into the world, into life that was not there before. And you're always, you're trying to create something new. Like you were saying, like you wouldn't be a good artist if you were just copying other people's work. You wouldn't be a good engineer if you were just creating the same shit that someone else created. (laughs) 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 Like the objective is to make something new. Why, Why we cannot find more people like you that see these similarities? I guess I would disagree with you. I think that these similarities are understood by a lot of people and that like, I know a lot of engineers that also studied art. First of all, you make me very happy. What? That makes you happy? Very happy. (laughs) Good. I think, I mean, they're everywhere. They're in my engineering school. They're in my company now and they're at Planet. And I think... Yes, there are lots of people who are, for example, surprised when I tell them that I also went to art school, but I know way too many people who have similar stories, studying music or some kind of art and actually going to school for it and getting degrees like in, and just doing both that, that I think that there is a much broader understanding of these similarities than I think a lot of us might think. I don't know. First of all, I'm very happy to hear because I want to see more of this way of thinking that understand that it's not either or. What made you go to an art school? What made you leave art school, if I may ask? In high school, I was not a fan of school um, and didn't feel like it um, particularly suited me. And the only thing that I really loved doing in school was art. And I did all kinds, like my favorite class was art class and did all experiments with all kinds of media. But then also I did apprenticeships in graphic design and web design and was sort of exploring the more digital side of art. And uh, whenever I would have like substitute teachers in high school for classes, I would skip those classes and go to my art class instead so I could like work on projects and create. And I graduated a year early from art school. So I didn't actually get to a very high level of math. And math was always something that was like came pretty naturally to me and felt easy, but wasn't at that time particularly inspiring for me. I think mostly just because I was so like angsty about hating school. Um, So I graduated a year early to get out of school, went and saved up money for a year working and then went and traveled through Europe for five months by myself and met a bunch of people who, you know, had studied like astrophysics and cosmology and engineering and all sorts of things. And I would talk to them for hours about space and science and thought it was just incredible. But I still had sort of like no real objectives for school and and decided that really the only thing that I would be interested in going to school for was art. So once I came back, I applied to art school, one art school, Massachusetts College of Art, which was um, at that time, and maybe still is, I'm not sure, the only public art school in the United States. I wanted to go there because it did have like the same requirements other schools had. So you, you still had to take some sort of like general education courses, which I thought was important to me. Um, and I also liked the public nature of it. And so I got into that school and went there and it was very structured and felt very stifling. But yeah, I found it to be really boring and I hated being told how to think and what to do. And, and I felt like that was happening there in this way where I was being like told that I had to come up with this concept and then communicate it. And that was how you do art. I don't know. It felt very like linear and, and concrete and 
I felt like my art was the opposite of that. So I decided that if I wanted to continue doing higher education, that the only thing that I would like personally be able to accept was something that was like, did have more of an answer to it. So like math and science. So eventually I went to community college and just started taking some like low level math classes and physics, which I had never taken. And I took physics and I was just like, you know, mind blown. It was just the most incredible class I had ever taken. I was just like, this is amazing. You can explain all these things and it's like magic, but it's science. And I sort of combined my passion for space and like this realization that if I wanted to go to school, that I wanted it to be like something that had answers, even though you can like creatively come to those answers. They're like, there's something that I felt like I personally was open to being taught. And I think this also comes from like some weird authority thing, you know, not, not liking people and authority telling me how to think. But um, I think just now in having this conversation, I'm sort of like connecting that to engineering in a different way in those parallels and how probably that experience at art school was beneficial for me in engineering school and in my engineering profession of being able to sort of think in that way of taking a concept and bringing it all the way through to communicating that concept in the end product, even if that wasn't my favorite way to like think about art. I think that it definitely is a very appropriate way to do engineering. <laughs> so just for me to make sure that I understood your last sentence, what you're saying is that the fact that you learn how to communicate concept in art school, you brought it into engineering to communicate yeah. your own your own concepts? No, yeah, I think that's okay. that's correct. Yeah. Like I think that that process of learning how to come up with a concept and then like stick with that concept and communicate that concept that you began your piece um, and then delivering that to your audience in a way where they receive that message, that intent. I mean, that's kind of that like in a lot of ways is design engineering. It's a very similar um, like methodology, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting to see the intersection of art and science. They are more and more into it. First of all, thank you very much. Yeah, what a cool project you're doing. So inspiring that you, you know, get to have these eye-opening conversations with so many different, diverse people. Um, really cool. Thank you for your time. People like you that makes it interesting. Thanks for talking to me. This was a lot of fun. Hi, listeners. It's clear that our speakers are at the intersection of art and innovation, but they didn't just arrive there casually. They developed their skills, gained knowledge, and more importantly, grew their artistic mindset. Would you like to develop some of these skills, capabilities, or a growth mindset? Then I would encourage you to check our art-based learning experiences. Whether you want to build your leadership skills or your innovation competencies, our training can be just what you are looking for. Visit us at www.theartian.com. That is T-H-E-A-R-T-I-A-N.com to learn more. Cyrus, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? My name is Cyrus Foster. I'm an aerospace engineer. And from 2014 to 2019, I had the privilege of working at Planet Labs, uh, where I got to work at a company that had an artist in residence program. 
you worked at Planet as Flight Dynamics Lead, and you joined probably at the same time Forrest joined. So you come from an astronautical background, you worked at NASA, and then you get to Planet, and there is an artist in the company. What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you actually see an artist in a space company? I guess I didn't really know what to expect. I imagined it would be to be an artist set up on an easel in the middle of the office, and he'd be painting all day. And that is actually what it turned out to be, uh, at least, you know, initial impression when you get there. But he's not just painting all day, but he's he's busy working, but he's also to talk to and chat. And you can chat about art, and you can chat about uh, work, and chat about life. It wasn't just the artist being in this fishbowl, you know, in the middle of the office, but it was is very much like a two-way interaction. Not like something to look at, but something to interact with, <laughs> someone to interact with. And before you got into a planet and you got to meet a forest, did you have any connection to art? No, not really. So it's kind of the first time you actually get into interaction with artists, maybe. I would say so. Like maybe randomly, I might have sketched some stuff maybe work-related, but no, like essentially no art connection beforehand. I'm interested to know, you, as you mentioned, you started to chat with Forrest and you see him over there. And how is the presence of someone like uh, Forrest, an artist in the company, actually influence you on a personal level, on a professional level? On an art level, when I arrived at, at Planet, you know, as I said, you know, I, I had no art connection, but I was gradually inspired to do some sketches. And I, I think the first opportunity was actually when the Artists in Residence program had like an evening event where they got all the employees to make a, a napkin drawing. So in the back of a napkin, you draw something. So it's just like a little snapshot, you know, very easy to make, very quick and there's no pressure because it's just, you know, it's a very small canvas and put a lot of thought into it. And everybody, 30 or 40 people at the time, made a little napkin drawing. And then it was put up on a, on a montage up on the wall. And that was probably my first sketch there. Gradually, I just randomly had desire to, you know, make another sketch. And this time it wasn't on a napkin drawing, but on like a full page. So, you know, after work, Forrest would usually be there at that time and I would sketch and he might be working on something else and I could be busy sketching and we could interact and he would look at what I do and maybe give me pointers. And then eventually after that, I think it was at least a few years into me working at Planet Labs, I was like, you know, I have have a few sketches here, but like I want to paint one of these. And I'd never painted since kindergarten probably. So I just went online and got like a little starter paint kit for 25 bucks. And then, and I'd asked for us, you know, what, what kind of things should I get? And so I, I got a little kit and then I just started painting. And then, you know, he would see me paint and give me tips about, oh, you know, this is how you, uh, this is how you do a gradient or, you know, this is how you take care of your paintbrush so it doesn't get all clogged up. And so I started painting because of that. And now I still paint. So we are six years after you got to Planet and now you're painting and drawing on a regular basis. Yeah. I, I mean, regular for me is maybe one or two paintings a year, but. <laughs> um, sure yeah <laughs> it's already one or two more than zero so it's a good start exactly. um cyrus if you were now a manager or if there are managers that are listening to us why would you recommend having an artist in residence i'd say there are a few reasons i can think of for one just having the artist ha- having somebody creative making art in the office 
even if you're not you know, involved with that or you don't even interact with that on a personal level, it still provides inspiration for the company. You know, if something's being created, something's being worked on and it kind of lightens your day and builds a promise to a better future. But also uh, other than that, I mean, for one, you know, your art is being created for the company that the company can put up and as showpieces for to tell the story of behind the company and show visitors. So it's, it's building an art gallery relevant to the company. And lastly, you know, something that I benefited from on a personal level was just the opportunity for employees to dabble in art themselves and to, to never be involved with art than to get involved in art. So I, I saw that as a great perk of the company, even though it was maybe not what, you know, what was in mind in the, the onset of the program. It gave me the chance to, to paint, you know, which I, I never would have thought I would be doing. And did you have some interaction with the other artists that came to the program? Because I know that there are many other artists yeah. that came. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Forrest was the director of the program. And, and so he was a mainstay employee at Planet for years. And then he would manage the visiting artists who would come for maybe a couple months at a time. And they would, they would each have their own flavor of art that they would be working on. And it was very interesting to see this diversity of art. So some people... Forrest's paintings have a, have a certain vibe to them. You know, they're usually, you have know, these big landscape paintings or you have these grandiose imageries. But, but some artists are more abstract and, and would paint something that you just look at and, and it just mesmerizes you. Or, you know, some artists use like a lot more color and it would be like more vibrant, cartoonish kind of art. Or some people would, would actually work on physical models like 3D. So it, it was great to see this diversity and maybe almost a dozen different artists come in in and out through the years. So that was, was a very enriching experience to, to see that and also interact with these artists you know, when they were at Planet. And do you miss it on the day-to-day? Uh, yeah. Having this interaction? Yeah, I do miss it. But, you know, like having experienced that and worked in art myself, it, it also changes your viewpoint when you do see art. So when now when I do see art, I look at it a, a very different way. I know what details to look at because I had to work on some of these things myself. You know, I see somebody made a gradient, I'll look at that and see how, how do they make this color gradient or what colors do they choose and where and how do they set up the shadows. So you look at all these details you never noticed or would think to notice beforehand if you had never gotten into that art great any last thoughts you think valuable to share yeah i think having an artist in residence program where you know you, you don't just have an artist separated from the rest of the company but one that is accessible and and you can interact with is a great thing for a company to have and a great perk for a company not just for the employees but it also enriches the story and the and the, the story the company is trying to tell Great, Cyrus. So thank you very much. Have a great day in LA. Enjoy the sunny weather. And don't stop uh, creating. It's great, great <laughs> chatting with you. All right. Take care. Thank you. <laughs>